0: all right
1: perfect
0: yeah take number three yeah. <laughs> i was in such a hurry to um to start the second the the second one that i forgot to click the recording button That's
1: but fair. this is going to be a
0: very good space guys hope we don't lose too many people from uh, from this hiccup but uh talking about blockchain scalability this is uh something uh, big it's great. I heard you've uh, uh, you've been researching lately.
1: Yeah, I was reading a lot about uh, different ways that Ergo can scale using a lot of similar methods that uh, Cardano uses, like payment channels, uh, state channels, uh, NIPAPOWs, and uh, Hydra as well, which I found very interesting. Mm-hmm
0: yeah I'm interested how Hydra can uh, connect to um, to Ergo. I've heard a lot of stuff about the uh, possibility of like Ergo joining other uh, chains, something related to mining, something related to rewards. and the same is, uh, is coming with uh, side chains to Ergo to Cardano as well. I'd really love to uh, to understand more about this.
1: Well, I don't know if it's so much that I don't think the the I don't think Ergo is advanced enough yet to just implement something like Hydra. But uh, I think it's more of like down the line when the blockchain is actually a lot more um, scaled. And for the masses, they could probably just somehow implement uh, the use of Hydra and actually use it to scale Ergo in a way. Um, but there isn't a whole, I, I tried to look and find, but there isn't a whole lot on um, actually how Hydra would be implemented into Ergo from what I read. Um, I was looking on the Ergo platform blog, and it just mentioned that Ergo could use Hydra, but it didn't really go too like, in depth on how that would actually be implemented.
0: All right. Uh, hope we get some answers uh, in in this uh, in this space. Uh, guys who have already joined uh, today, the speakers uh, uh, lodge is open. Uh, we want to hear your questions, and uh, uh, we want to hear you talking about blockchain scalability and whatnot around it, and uh, of course about uh, interoperability. Uh, that uh, we're, we're all trying to do in, uh, in 2023 between uh, chains. Uh, that is a good topic to delve into as well. Uh, we've, we've been having some uh, experiences lately with, uh, with the NFT uh, rarities uh, for, uh, for Cardano. Uh, I mean, we got that sorted out very well. And we've been uh, working with uh, Andrew on the Ergo Gallery uh, part, uh, ergogallery.com. They are uh, were able to take uh, information from the API of cnxt.tools, which is the, the first rarity tool on uh, Cardano, and use it for an Ergo platform uh, to show the same rarity of for for nfts that will be uh, bridged so scalability interoper- interoperability and of course using the uh the side chains and all of that is uh, is uh, something quite quite deep very technical i'm not a technical person but i want to learn i want to start understanding more and more here but yeah
1: um can you tell me? I've never heard of this. What exactly is the Ergo Gallery?
0: Oh, the ErgoGallery.com dot is uh, is a tool where, for example, you have an ergnome and you want to uh, uh, look at it uh, from a deeper perspective. It's going to show you uh, from what kind of series, what um, what particularities that NFT has, and it's mainly made so the NFT projects that have Rarity in their uh, kind of in their work in their uh, project, they can uh, um, put their uh, collection there on Argo Gallery, and anyone could uh, could see what is the rank one, uh, what are like what rank is their NFT, and so on.
1: interesting so it just like shows you all the rarity and different uh, aspects about your selected nft that's really cool
0: yeah that's right And um, you know uh rarities are very uh different from other from perspectives of different uh developers even when you say that i'm setting up the rarities uh mathematically to for for a platform to check the chain and see which trades are um, less used uh, or the rarest ones, even though if if two devs would would go this uh, path to try and check the the blockchain for uh, rare trades and make a calculation, a kind of a rarity score, uh, two devs would get (laughs) two different results. Not totally different, but uh this rarity score can uh, can be set up in uh, in many different ways and uh, yeah the the ergo gallery tool is uh, is uh, as i see it kind of the the first i think i hope i'm not uh, saying um uh, anything wrong but it looks like it's the first one to help the ergo nfts uh, show their collection Uh, and uh, put another kind of utility which is uh, trading sometimes if you love the the project a lot or you're very bullish on it then you would check your nfts of that project if they are higher in rank of rarity then they are more expensive than the ones in lower ranks Uh, so it's a it's a very good tool to start off trading nfts on ergo
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. I didn't know that Ergo had uh, a platform like that. I, I it makes sense that it does, but um, that's that's very interesting. That's new to me.
0: Yep. So, guys, uh, we uh, who in the listeners is a, is a dev or would uh, would be able to speak a little bit on uh, on uh, blockchain scalability? So it's not just uh, the two of us up here. Uh, please do request to speak and uh, blend into the discussion
1: yeah it's an open mic guys come up, uh, don't be shy we don't bite
0: <laughs> okay we'll see who joins oh uh, Michele I've, uh, I've heard of you uh, I mean we spoke in, uh, in spaces before I know you have stuff to add here uh, for the blockchain scalability, I think you just joined. You can jump up and uh, and we will soon start the discussion. Before we start the discussion,
1: can you give me co-host, please? Absolutely.
2: I'm
0: actually very, very happy that you joined us as a speaker, Michele. How are you today?
3: Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I was hesitant to join because I'm, I'm not uh, really sure what, what we are talking about. But uh, I'm happy to uh, add up with anything if I can.
1: Well, we'd like to talk about scalability and uh, different ways to scale Ergo and Cardano, uh, things such as Hydra and isomorphic state channels, um, and whatever else, maybe comes to mind. Nipper Powers uh... or
3: yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a bit uh, more fair on, on the Cardano side. Um, unfortunately, uh, while I do admire Ergo, I never had the time to go as deep as uh, as I went in Cardano uh, for these smart contracts, especially. Um, but yeah uh if 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 it is scalability that, that we are talking about uh we we can uh, this is a, a common like um, way to express scalability we in 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 the in the in the sector of uh, any uh, not only web three also web two uh we have horizontal horizontal scalability and uh vertical uh and what does what mean is that uh, in the Web2 web terms, wh- when you have a server and your demand for uh, for that server, so your application increases, you want to increase uh, the efficiency of of, that, of, the, of your service. So you can scale horizontally, meaning that you add more servers. Uh, like you have one server of, I don't know, 16 um, gigabytes of RAM, I don't know the, the matter. Uh, 16 gigabyte of ram you have another another uh, server of 16 gigabyte of ram and then you have two servers and so you go twice as fast and this is horizontal scalability and there is also vertical scalability uh, which is uh you have one server and then uh, of 16 16 gigabyte of ram and then you increase the ram to 64 and now you have uh a much more powerful computer, but just one computer. So this is the, ba- the, base- the basic difference. When we talk about uh, stuff like layer twos um, and side chains, what we are talking really about is just this horizontal versus versus vertical scalability. Uh, what is a side-, a side chain would be defined as horizontal uh, because you are adding another computer, another blockchain, what is an an, a, an, an L2, uh, which on Cardano would be something like uh, Hydra or even Mitril, uh, but Mitril is more 1, 1. 1.5, but still vertical, is that you increase, increase the, the capabilities of um, of the main blockchain. So you, you are uh, adding a blockchain that is more powerful. Uh, so this is the way to, to see scalability as Per se, um, yeah. And so we, w- when we talk of how we can scale uh, a blockchain, we we should uh, first uh, ask ourselves uh, how we want to scale, horizontally or, or vertically. Um, yeah, Card- Cardano is the, he, uh, at the moment is going for, for both approaches. Is adding, uh, especially with with the upcoming. Uh, uh, yeah, the no the the primitives for uh, SACP, uh, Now we can have uh, crypt- cryptography that is compliant with, with other blockchains, and this is very very helpful for, for smart contracts and uh, communicating uh, between blockchains. Uh, and this adds uh, an, an easier. Uh, it doesn't add. It was technically possible before, but it's much much easier now uh, to communicate within block within within. Com- Blockchains, which is uh, essential if you want to scale horizontally. Uh, if you have two computers, you have these two computers to, communi- to communicate between them. Um, and then there is uh, Hydra. Hydra is more like an, an off-chain uh, architect <laughs> architecture. Uh, there, there is um, with Hydra, what you're doing is sacrificing a little on on decentralization. Uh, but in in contrast, you receive a lot of uh, uh, speed and throughput, uh, and this is because um, you you need in, in a certain way to trust an, an Hydra head, so which which is some some computer that is handling uh, the logic for for transfer to happens in, in in a in a state channel. <laughs> These are all crazy words. <laughs> Uh, but essentially, you you have to trust someone that is running this hydra head, and then then you can go basically as as fast as a, as a uh, any server um, we we see uh, as an example with, with with banks and all that stuff. Uh, even if banks are terribly slow, they, they are just faking uh, that speed. Uh, but still, on uh, on on a, on a on a protocol such as Hydra or uh, that, that that would be effective and that is really really impressive um, and that is of course uh, vertical scaling um, why because we are not adding a new blockchain all all the stuff that happens in an higher head uh, then at, at that point is committed back to the uh, to the Cardano blockchain uh, so what does means is that uh, a lot of stuff is happening uh, on a on a on a state channel, and that lot of stuff is then just compressed down to uh, some transactions on on the main on the main blockchain. Uh, so at, at the end, everything goes back to the main blockchain, and that is why you would define something like Hydra uh, a layer two because it's it's vertical. Yeah.
0: Okay, b- before we, we go into uh, how Hydra works and uh, who will we need to trust, um, what is there to scale on a blockchain? I understand the number of transactions is the first thing that uh, comes up to mind. Um, but is is there anything else or um, are we talking only transactions here?
3: Well, uh, it, 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 it really depends on like... Looking at TPS alone, so num- number of transaction or transaction per second, looking at TPS alone uh, doesn't tell the whole story. Uh, it it really, really, really matters where those TPS are happening and how those TPR are, uh, are happening. Uh, so if you are looking, if we are looking on an account based model uh, blockchain, then TPS uh, I, I consider it a, a valid metric. But that is only because uh, an account an account based model um, is single thread. So while you are doing a, you are doing a, a a transaction, you cannot do anything else. Uh, otherwise, one of, of the transactions we are doing is is invalid. Uh, and and so uh, since for the time you you do a transaction, you are kind of blocked. It's really it's really important that this block is as 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 minimal as as possible. So that is why on an account-based model, uh, that makes sense to count uh, transaction per seconds uh, because uh, the more transaction per second you can do, uh, you can process as a blockchain, the less blocked you will be. This is not true on uh, Cardano Uh, That That is because uh, Cardano Energo, as I I believe all of you know, uh, are based on the extended UTXO model Uh, But more in general, the UTXO model per se, so even the one of Bitcoin, which is not extended, um, their transaction per second is is not really uh, (laughs) a metric uh, because while you do a transaction, in order to do a transaction, you only use a UTXO you you need for that transaction. So assume you just need one, then you have uh, all or all the other UTXOs in your wallet that you can spend. So you are not blocked. Uh, that, that, that means that even if even if the transaction uh, took, I don't know, one day, one whole day to go through, you still have, uh, I don't know, oh, depending on, on your wallet, you still have a, a lot of UTXOs that you can still spend on some other transaction. So counting how many transactions per second uh, you have you have on on a, on a particular blockchain uh, on 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 a, a UTXO blockchain. Yeah, I mean, could be something to count, but is not as effective as it is on on, on account but uh, account model. So um, yeah, we uh, I... Uh, the. On on a new tech so based, I, I I wouldn't know how to uh, justify uh, transaction per seconds.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because uh, we have uh, we have. I mean, that's my perspective. <laughs> uh, we have blocks every uh, 20, 20 seconds. Uh, is it on Cardano, and I think it's a couple of minutes on uh, on Ergo. <laughs> so you can't exactly say how many per second you, you can say how many per block uh, but at the moment i uh, i think both uh, cardano with uh, having a little bit more kilobytes there every block are not um over heated or uh the these blocks are not too full but when we are going to get to to the next cycle of uh, high activity on the on the blockchain that's when uh, when we will need those uh, uh, transactions per block to kind of scale up. So um, I don't know, Gerber. Do you want to jump in, or because uh, I I have questions for Michele here a lot.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I have a couple questions. You seem very knowledgeable in Cardano. Um, I hmm, this is a little off topic, but I'd like to know. You, you mentioned Mithril earlier. Do you think you could maybe? talk a little bit about Mithril, what it does, how it works, and um, how it makes Cardano uh, better, I guess.
3: Um, Yeah. um, So Mithril is, uh, at the moment, just a proof of concept. Um, As I said before, is a form of vertical scalability uh, because you are not adding a new blockchain you are uh, working on the main blockchain and uh, improving uh, improving what the the main blockchain can do and the, the core concept of, of mithril is um, to have a trusted party that uh, that is saying to you uh, okay look uh, up to this moment the blockchain uh, has got to this this point, right? So you can trust me that the, that the blockchain uh, is at this point. And so you can start uh, count uh, monitoring the blockchain by yourself uh, from this point. So in order to, to understand what I just said, uh, you know, we, we need to understand how node, full node are working. So not the, uh, if you have something like Daedalus, What Daedalus is is doing is taking uh, the the mainnet of of Cardano and going from the very, 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 very start, so from the genesis, uh, is checking that every uh, block contains the hash of the previous block. So he, what, that is what uh, defines a, a blockchain. And that is what, what defines uh, what, from where the, the security of our of blockchain is derived. The fact that uh, everything is dependent from what we had be- before. And so he is doing all these checking from the beginning of the blockchain. So in the case of Cardano t- 2017, um, that, that, that is a lot of work. <laughs> Uh, well what Mithril is essentially doing is uh, saying okay I don't uh, if I just want to do a couple of transactions I don't really need uh, and, and I'm okay and I'm okay with uh, trusting someone that that is telling me that uh, I don't really need to recheck uh, all, all the blockchain that, that would be the case as an example if you have uh, that that would be the greatest example if you have a oh, uh, your own full node on its own that uh, you yourself are running. And then you request that data to your node so that you are trusting yourself at that point. Uh, That that will be the best for security. And uh, so that you do not have to spawn a a brand new node from from the Genesis. You you can use the node that you already have up and then the same security on another node. Uh, And this is... uh, Absolutely, uh, in in terms in terms of of thinking, uh, the node is ab- absolutely. <laughs> I I have no words really. It is super fast. Um, the the way the way you you could think about it uh, like a, a layer one point five because uh, we are still under all aspects working with layer layer one nodes and committing transaction directly to a layer one node. Uh, it's not a layer two because it's not it's not like something is up is happening on, on the layer two and then this the, at, the, at the end we commit to, to the blockchain. Um, yeah so at, the, the, at, at this core is a way to have a full node as fast as possible and this is great. just great.
1: So if I'm reading it correctly, which I believe I am, essentially Mithril is like Nipapows but on Cardano, wherein it allows you to get checkpoints of the ledger yeah. and just trust those checkpoints. Yeah, and you know that they're good because they're they're verified proofs. You like you just that's fascinating. Yes, absolutely. Fascinating. And the, the the
3: great the great. Uh, a great uh, advantage that this, this uh, implies is that uh, you, you suddenly do, do not need the, all, all the, uh, I don't know, I know as an example requires 16 uh, gigabytes of RAM to run. That is not the case. Uh, you, you do not have 16 uh, gigabytes of RAM on, on a cell phone. Um, but w- with Mitreil since you need to do a lot less work you also uh, can reduce the requirements. Uh, and that is great. Uh, it, uh, of course, uh, for, for now, Mitri is just a proof of concept. But when this proof of concept will, uh, will definitely evolve, uh, we will be able to see basically what we are full nodes. They are not full nodes under all aspects, but the security of a full node on a cell phone which is absolutely great if we have uh, really to um, distribute this technology of the blockchain to the world.
1: Awesome. Um, That's great. No, I'm really, I'm really excited to see when Mithril actually gets
3: implemented in Cardano, but like
1: most things in Cardano, it might take a while.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, it it is a lot of work. It is always, everything great but uh, on, on the ideas but there is also all the, the implementation which is a, another uh, a really important step
0: so yeah. if i understand correctly like every transaction has to include some uh, information about uh the past blocks about the, uh, the state of the blockchain and where uh every kind of penny is and uh, mithril is actually uh creating a a base to to just take that information from there not counted from the blockchain and this uh, helps uh, this helps to make these transactions kind of faster or with less resources
3: um, yeah, so the, there are, um, I believe, three components of the Dimetrial uh, infrastructure. So you have the Dimetrial explorer, which is um, what, what creates certificates of, of the chain. Certificate is a checkpoint, basically. You have material aggregators, which are the ones that are talking to the explorer uh, and keeping track of, of different uh basically certificates, and then you have the meter client, which is uh, what is asking for these checkpoints uh, and is uh, basically connected to the, the, the Cardano blockchain itself, directly, uh, instantaneously. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the, the question. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it was actually about this certificate of the state of the blockchain. Uh, yeah. Is uh, is the is Mithril, is this the, the main thing of uh, of Mithril, or does it have some more um, action that it does?
3: Uh, as for now, this is it. Uh, as I said, it's not meant to be a proper layer 2. It's not not even. Uh, I, I'm mentioning it as 1.5, but it's, it's nowhere uh, mentioned that is some sort of layer on top. It is just uh, this this way to of syncing faster, uh, but with a lot of security uh, that that you can derive from from basically equivalent a full node, which is really really important. Um, we, we talk a lot, we we talk a lot of how fast we can process transaction, uh, how uh, how fancy those, those those transactions are with smart contracts. Uh, but we don't talk of uh, how secure are the transaction. So if you're using a, a, uh, as as I myself also do, uh, if you're using a light wallet, uh, you are trusting literally um, whoever is running the server behind that that light work uh, light wallet. Uh, whereas with, with a full node, you are trusting yourself, which is the core point. Uh, and Metrail is basically taking the, the best of both sides. Uh you have the security of, of your of almost your 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 node uh and the 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 interaction of a light uh, of a light wallet. Um, so is 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 something that, that is really important for user experience overall. Okay.
0: Um I I I do understand much better what Mithril is now, because when when I uh, had a look at at their uh, communication and info, it was quite hard for me to understand where this is all going. Uh, But tell me about uh, trust and centralization. How centralized is this? Or will they have um, kind of publicly available to to hold nodes that um, other people will have? Or is this a company?
3: No, it is not a company. It is. Uh, uh, wait. Let, let let me take it uh, from the documentation. So, so I, the documentation. So I'm 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 sure I'm not saying anything stupid. Um, yeah, t- take your
0: time. I think we're getting something some somewhere here, Jabber <laughs> It's a space for uh, for learning, and. Guys, uh, while uh, Nikhali is uh, looking for some uh, information to to make sure he's saying the right stuff, uh, please do help by uh, retweeting the space up top. Uh, it's will, uh, it will help us get some more people in here, more minds and more questions. And if you have any questions to, to the speakers, uh, please do post them in the comments under this space. That would be really nice hello ergo Nodes. who is there behind the pft
4: hey it's qx here sorry i missed your request to speak early. i was eating lunch
0: hey thanks for uh, thanks for joining uh have you had a good lunch how are you today
4: for sure for sure always uh so i can i can speak on a high level briefly about two things that are coming up um i think one's already implemented that will help with at least packing transactions full as well as similar to what you're talking about with nipple wells should i go for
0: it uh yeah let's see if uh michele wants to to kind of continue on on the thing that was before or should we uh shift the the discussion a little bit while you check more information
3: oh yeah um, i i found uh, yeah some basic information but i i have no problem you you can go ahead uh well, no let's,
0: let's just uh, continue with Mithril until we uh, kind of uh, finalize this uh, this part and we will go to, to other pieces afterwards.
3: All right, so uh, yeah, I, I found it on the documentation. Uh, so the documentation is accessible to anyone. You just go to uh, mithril.network. Uh, and in the practical introduction, uh, there is the architecture. With, with a very uh, suggestive uh, picture that uh, explains, basically, how, how the Dimitri, the as a protocol, uh, will work. Um, and you can see directly that there is the Cardano network, and then there is something on top. So we, we go back to the, the vertical scalability. But the main, the main components are the Dimitri aggregator, designer, and the client. So also, as it is written in the documentation, Dimitri the aggregator is a trustless node that orchestrates the network of the meter signers, which are the other components, uh, and gathers their individual signature uh, to, produce, to produce meter signatures and their associated certificates. It's also chair uh, in charge of creating storing in the ledger state uh, snapshot archive. So the aggregator is basically the database, where the data uh, is. There is then the, the, the meter signer which is the node that, uh, that works transparently with, uh, on top of the state pool operator uh, and individually signs the, 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 the ledger state. So basically, this is what is creating the checkpoints. Uh, is not what is storing the, the checkpoints, it's what is creating uh, the checkpoints. And then there is the client, which is what the user will, will uh, finally use uh, and the meter client is uh, used to restore a Cardano full node by retrieving from a meter aggregator. Uh, so the database, our a, a remote snapshot, its a certificate chain, and verifying their validity thanks to the meter cryptographic primitives. So the question was about uh, how, what are the implications in terms of uh, I, I don't know decentralization and uh, all that stuff that is really important. Um, we have designers that are on top of stake pool operators. So the actual ones that are validating the chain uh, are also able to create these um, these snapshot. Uh, and then we have the aggregator. Um, the, the aggregator is I I I I I it uh, to to add uh, a database. And because it's storing these checkpoints, but it could be something different uh, from from assigner. So we have a different entity that is uh, running the aggregator, uh, but is not creating this snapshot. Oh, this snapshot are, are, the, are the trust assumptions, and those comes from the pool operators. Um, okay. And then this, we have the...
0: this. Uh, this this makes uh, sense now to me. Uh, so the the information is provided by the node operators and yeah. is aggregated through a kind of a, a smart contract or, or a program that uh, everyone knows exactly what it does. And as long as you take this information from the right source of the, uh, like, where the uh, creators of the aggregators say that you take this information from here, you should be safe because you know where this data started from from the node operator which is uh, part of the Cardano kind of uh, uh, system that holds it up and then you know exactly how this data is is being worked on by the aggregator so you can trust it and uh, uh, help uh, help get what, what mithril offers
3: yes uh, so essentially is uh, that there is no smart contract uh, the, the aggregators are computers but re- really light and co- com- compared to uh, a cardinal node um, but yeah the, it, the the important part is that we separate who is creating the checkpoint and who is providing the checkpoints because if we are taking directly from who is making the checkpoint, uh, those are those are uh, are not verified. Uh, whereas instead, with the aggregator, the aggregator first verifies that the signed checkpoint is actually uh, signed, uh, <laughs> meaning that uh, the, the, it checks against the verification key. So there is some crypt- cryptography there, uh, and then once once we we. Uh, <clears throat> On, ourself, on, on our side uh, have verified this this uh, checkpoint is valid, uh, then we can provide it to the client. Uh, so this is, yeah, I'm trying to, to simplify it. Uh, but essentially, this is what is going on. There is someone who creates snapshot, someone who verifies snapshot and stores it, and then there is the client who consumes snapshots.
0: OK, I have some final questions here about Mithril. Um who is, uh, if, if you know anything, or uh, may, maybe you're part of the team, because you've been speaking like a little bit from a WE perspective, uh, who are the creators of uh, Mithril? And uh, is there any business model to, to support this?
3: Uh, Mithril is, um, is a project of IOG. Uh, IOG itself is is writing Mitril. Uh, it, there there should also be yes, there is the the GTAB here. Um, Input output HK Mitril uh, is written in Rust uh, and it has the components that I mentioned uh, a, a moment ago. Uh, I I don't know if, uh, how you can support
2: IO IOHK. Uh, yeah. well this, the state this operators will end up running mithril nodes whenever it's released. Yes, be um, an additional, it'll be an additional package that SPOs run.
3: Yes, is, is um, the, in particular they will they will need to, to run the signers, signers uh, because uh, you need, you need a full node that is uh, checking the blockchain uh, and what the state will, will, will operators will do. It's basically creating these snapshots.
0: OK, so I, I get now who is building it, but now another question comes uh, comes up. If the uh, node operators uh, choose to add this on top of their work, uh, will they be paid uh, in any way? And how, where would that be coming from?
3: Uh, uh, well, that this is more of an ethical question. <laughs> uh, question
2: so it's um, not disclosed it's not disclosed unfortunately but yes they will be incentivized to run mithril but it but unfortunately there is no disclosed amount there's a lot of changes coming to cardano consensus you know a lot and it's gonna fucking break next when it happens many changes are coming in the laos era to where like you won't even recognize the shit when it comes and a large part of that is like in SIP. Uh, what's the SIP that Charles keeps talking about? Sixteen ninety what? A lot of this shit is going to be funneled through that because the reward scheme is about to absolutely flip upside down.
1: Yeah, I know what you're referring to. I saw it in Charles' latest uh, whiteboard video. I don't remember the number of the SIP, but I do know what you're talking
2: about. Sixteen ninety four or some shit.
1: Something like that. It's a big number. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I think there's another sip for like Laos itself, like zero seventy nine or some shit, dude. But yeah, no, dude, the reward scheme is about to change a lot. Anybody that gives you an answer on that would be lying at the moment.
0: Okay, but this would have to be paid by those who are using Mithril. One hundred percent. Okay, okay. Well, that makes sense because um, we it's it's a it's an economy. We we scale up the blockchain. Uh, somebody uses that, uh, pays pennies probably, and uh, others who are supporting this system are getting those uh, pennies. and uh, the further we go and the more people start using the blockchain, uh, this uh, economy kind of works. And it's not it doesn't look to me. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not something that would pop because uh, this is like core stuff that uh, makes the blockchain better um usable better faster and uh yeah that's that's really cool i've learned about (laughs) mithril and i understand this thing now this this was not possible without this discussion thank you very much guys and sidechain yoli welcome to the stage uh thanks for jumping up and um how, how are you today you good
2: yeah i'm super tired but yeah man all is well in the world all right, great.
0: Uh, Argo Sigma Nauts, Uh did, did you say CX? Because I'm still I'm still learning uh, these two letters names.
4: Hey, it's QX. But I gotta QX. switch access points. I gotta switch access points in a minute, so I'm gonna rug myself. But I'll be chatting in about three or four minutes. I can hop on
0: again. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Ah, Michel. May I'm pronouncing your name properly. Correct.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I, I've listed my name in many different ways. Michael, uh, Michelle, uh, it, it's it's Michaela, but you can call me whatever you want.
1: Michaela. Um, I'll try my best to properly pronounce your name. Yeah, um, I'd like to ask you a few questions regarding isomorphic state channels, if you could answer, um, I guess, until uh, Ergo Sigma Nauts uh, rugs and comes back. I can try. <laughs> um, I've seen, I've read in documents on the Ergo platform that um, that Ergo plans to somehow use the Hydra infrastructure to its advantage to scale the state of the blockchain. Um, do you know how exactly Ergo would do that? Like, would it be through a side chain of some sort or how exactly would or could Ergo use Hydra to its advantage to scale the state of their blockchain?
3: So, uh, well, Hydra on its own uh, just needs uh, a node uh, which, which will work uh, as an ad and some uh, UTXOs as as input uh, and so, so that the, the Hydra head knows about those UTXOs and can do whatever it wants on, on the ad and then commit everything under one single transaction at the end. So there is nothing Cardano-specific in this design. It's just eUTXO-specific or even uh, UTXO if you remove the smart contract, because you can run a smart contract on Hydra. Um, so uh, yeah. Uh, since, since there is nothing Cardano specific, uh, I, I, I think it's totally possible that that can just uh, an, an Hydra node just be moved on top of uh, Ergo with, with the only difference that it needs to know, of course, that is uh, taking Ergo uh, UTXOs and not Cardano UTXOs.
1: So it just simply has to be aware of the Ergo client and just be able to integrate with that, and it can just push UTXOs through, essentially. Well,
3: yes, uh, it's a bit <laughs> a bit sim- simplified uh, because, uh, but es- essentially, uh, yeah, you 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 would have to to do some changes on on the Hydra head, but at the end is not that much of a change, uh, so it's totally feasible.
2: Yeah, Mikkel. And in theory, there should be no reason why any UTXO-based uh you know, sidechain should be able to use it as well. I guess under that logic, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's dope. That's that's yeah, that's super dope. No, um, let's another. See.
1: Oh,
0: go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead. I was going to ask. Um. What are your, I guess, what are the biggest advantages of Hydra, um, I, in your opinion, and how exactly do you find it helps scale Cardano?
3: Well, one one of the best advantages uh, is that I can run uh, basically a, a version of the Cardano protocol with my own parameters. <laughs> when I have to, as an example, de- deploy, uh, um. A smart contract on Cardano, I have to, to take care of the size of the smart contract. I have to take care of the uh, the transaction fees that will pay with, with the smart contract. Uh, whereas on another node, I can span up uh, another node uh, with my rules. So I can set uh, the transaction uh, fee always to be zero. Uh, I can set the, the transaction size on the other node to be as big as I want. So I, I can fit. Uh, I don't know, uh, bigger smart contracts as an example on, on a transaction which wouldn't be possible on the layer one because of, of the protocol parameters. So one one of, of one great thing uh, of Hydra on its own is that it, it runs with its own parameters. So it, it really removes uh, or, or better, it adapts uh, to whatever need uh, a decentralized application may need. Uh, and then commits everything back to the layer one. Um, so this potentially removes literally any, any limit uh, we have on the layer one. And this is the, the best takeaway uh, we, we can have from from Hydra. We, we have from Hydra.
0: OK, this is my second illumination of, of the tool. Now, uh, Hydra. Uh, I've heard this is about scalability a lot since I started listening to Cardano stuff and uh, I think now I understand it again. <laughs> uh, the second thing for today. Hydra is supposed to take the trans- the transactions or the smart contracts uh, jobs from the blockchain itself and do it on the side while probably a transaction might be in the mempool, uh, sort the smart, smart contract, do the work, and give back the result to be used and implemented on chain. Am I, am I right with this?
3: Um, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, there are some minor technicalities, but uh, you are pretty much right. Uh, when, when, when a new TXO is on an Hydra head, is locked, so, you cannot spend a new TXO that is in the Hydra head. So, it is using a state channel. Uh, what, so, you, you have a new on the main chain. If you want to join an Hydra head, you have to lock that UTXO. Uh, and then, if you want to uh, exit the Hydra head, you, you can uh, exit. Uh, but you, in, in the meanwhile, while you are on the Hydra head with that UTXO, you cannot use that UTXO on, on the main chain. Uh, which which is which is fine uh, as 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 explained also earlier. You also still have you only commit a set of UTXOs, but you still have uh, many other UTXOs that you can still use on on layer one. That is not a problem. Um, so, but but the rest is yes, pr- pretty much as you said.
0: Okay, th- this is a bit uh, complex for uh, for me, and I would like. If we could try to uh, talk about an example of when I would be able to use uh, Hydra or something. Um.
3: Um. Well. Um. Uh, yeah. First. First off you have to add uh, the application that allows you to to use Hydra. So w- someone somewhere that that is uh, that is run in the Hydra node. As an example, there there is. Uh, some, some times ago, uh, IOG re- released uh, an article talking of Hydra as payment. Uh, that that would be absolutely great. It would work basically as a visa, um, but then commit everything everything on, on the, the main chain. Um, and it works basically as a, a, a visa because you are doing stuff on, on some Hydra ads, uh, which are more... Centralized because you have lot less nodes, uh, you you have only the ads uh, that are taking care of this transaction, but uh, at the end you commit everything uh, back. So you you are trusting the ads while while you are on Hydra, uh, and and then uh, and this, this works absolutely great for micro payments, fast payment. I don't know if you ever use I don't know Venmo or Satispay, something like that. Uh, th- those those things. You click a button, it's sent, and you you're 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 done with it. Uh, we we are used we are kind of used with this or uh, with blockchains in general, but it's, this is absolute astonish astonishingly uh, fast. It's super super fast, uh, and and then it just committed back to, to the blockchain. Um, so one use case would be that that one uh, peer-to-peer payment. The direct peer-to-peer payment uh, that can be used in, in on any store, real-world store, uh, you just pay with Hydra, and then uh, maybe maybe the merchant co- could run its own Hydra head, uh, and and then perform all the transactions instantly uh, with uh, their their uh, who whoever, whoever, whoever is doing shopping there. So does, does this mean that in
0: order to use Hydra, I would need a particular kind of Hydra wallet or how do I connect to it?
3: Oh, uh, well, uh, you would have to need a, a wallet that supports Hydra, uh, but a, a, any, any wallet that currently supports Cardano can integrate that. It just needs to know uh, that you are sending uh, the UTXO to the Hydra head to use it. Yeah, th- there will be needed to add, to add some sort of support, but it's not that big of the deal. should not at least.
0: Jarhead, okay, you you wanted to speak?
1: Uh, yeah, so I was gonna say, uh, essentially Hydra is just like a better version of the lightning network on Cardano, essentially. Um, and it could be used for things like micropayments so like if I wanted to go buy my coffee at Starbucks with Cardano, Starbucks could essentially run like a Hydra head and you could have instant payments um, essentially. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's No, that's fascinating.
2: And well, one cool difference though, is that they can't steal like the Hydra operators can't steal your money. So there's a distinct difference there. How, how Can, does that come?
3: Yes, so as I'm I said, like...
2: we are trusting oh,
3: yeah. the Hydra the, the node there. It, it, at, at the end, is the Hydra node that is doing all these transactions super fast. Uh, and that is why I compared it to Visa. Uh, we are trusting a server under all aspects that is, that is doing all this stuff super fast, but it's, it's still a server. So we are trusting someone. And
0: Is, is this supposed to be uh, done by... Uh... Uh, the same, let's say, node operators.
3: Uh, and anyone can run. Uh, well, yes, you you should have uh, a Cardano node running. So, but not 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 necessarily only as POs. You can just have a node on its own on on your own, uh, and then run also Hydra. You you just need the node to commit uh, what the the Hydra head is doing
2: directly to the blockchain. Yeah, but Miguel, correct me if I'm wrong. Now uh they they a uh, Hydra operator could technically not service a transaction but but they can't technically steal your money Oh wait, repeat So a uh, Hydra operator like they could technically like not service like you know like a transaction of yours but they can't actually take your funds Yes they that, that, that yeah, that's what yeah, exactly. That's that was the point that I was trying to make.
0: So you said they cannot
3: take the funds. Um, right. Yeah, the hydrahead is is like a dictator that is deciding what is going on on the hydrahead.
2: Yeah. So they could technically refuse to process your shit, but they can't. They can't rip your funds.
3: Yes. It, 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 how I see it is meant to be used locally, uh, like uh in in the example of the of the merchant, is running its own hydra head and then everything on, on the store uh, stays on the store so when when someone want, wants to uh pay in the store uh when he joins the store it it commits some of your taxes to them of, of course the user doesn't doesn't need to know but as an example if you go buy a, a tv uh on, on a store you uh you have $1,000, you only commit $500 to that. Uh, and then in, in, in those $500 in, 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 the, in the store uh, can be used uh, immediately. Uh, can, you can do transaction in the store, uh, of course, also with, with, with other people. Uh, the store is, is a very basic example. example. Um, as long as you are in the store, it's like you are giving the, the $500 to the merchant. Uh, you you buy your stuff and then when you exit, if you spend less than five hundred dollars as an example, it gives you back the rest. Does that make sense?
0: Well, there's uh, there's uh, bits and pieces of puzzles uh, missing. Uh, I'll I'll go further with the with the question uh, to 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 see where this can uh, can get. Let's say um, I'm. Uh, I want to start a business in uh, in this and I want to create cards uh with uh with the NFC payment uh, kind of system and uh uh the coffee shop that I'm uh, going to every day they install a uh, Hydra head <laughs> and um, I how do I fund this uh, this uh, card that I, I need where does it connect to it well it probably has to be issued by by someone, and uh, has to be funded. There, anything around this? Because I am still missing some puzzles.
3: I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I come. I come from a, from a day of, of work. I'm sorry. So I'm not sure. I, I understand uh, the, the question. Uh, yeah. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Um, I'm uh, it. If I would understand that stuff better, it would be my, my questions would be would be a little bit better. Uh, but uh, to to show this example, I want to buy the coffee with a very instant transaction with uh, Ada. Uh, what are the components there? Let's say the the card uh, that holds my Ada that has to be issued by a company and that. Company must be kind of connected to the to have a hydrohead itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: So uh, probably a, a better a better example w- would be the one of, of the casino. When you go in a casino, uh, you you get your fish in exchange for money, and then you use your fish in the casino. The fishes are are useless in the real world, but in the casino you can use you have to use the fishes. Uh, to uh, I don't know play poker or or with the issue, uh, the, the fish well, well you you can play uh, slot you can play whatever the kind of, the casino has uh, and this is um, done all all in the casino the casino is the Hydra head when you exit the casino you give big uh, you you give back the fishes and uh, they give you back the money so uh, when you exit an Hydra head you are uh, Exiting the the Hydra node, um, and the Hydra node commits back to you the uh, the source that in, that initially you you committed to the Hydra head. Uh, so this is what is going on. Uh, the 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 scenario that uh, Sidechain was explaining um, is in a particular state. I don't remember it correctly. That that is why I'm I'm not
2: going. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, dude if you wanted to walk into, if you wanted to enter into like a casino application, let's say proxy wanted to bring a thousand ADA, right? So what you do is, is you lock a thousand ADA into, into a, uh, like, I guess like a smart contract, right? And, and it's, it becomes unspendable, right? So inside the application, you can freely gamble with that 1000 ADA. As you leave, Like, the heads close, and whether or not Proxy doubles up, loses his ass, loses half his money, all of that is reflected when both heads close back to the main chain. But everything in between, while the heads are open, has instant finality. And it doesn't reflect on main chain until both parties close the heads.
3: Yes. So, uh, if if you go uh, as always, the, the best way to start with this is is, is always to go with, with, with uh, the documentation. If you go in the documentation, there is Hydra at, at hydra.family. Family. Uh, you go on core concept, and then there is the API behavior. There there is a state uh, state machine graph, uh, which basically describes how you ini- initialize the Hydra, head, uh, and then there is something that goes. Uh, you can do various transactions between states. You have the the, the initialization. You have uh, the hydra state that is open. While it's open, you can do uh, new transactions, uh, snapshot, uh, yada, yada. And you stay in the open state. Then you can close the ad. While closing, you can have parties that are contesting what what had been going until that that moment, and that is where uh, that is where if some malicious malicious actor is present, uh, where that malicious actor would steal the funds because that that actor would say, "Hey, no, look, things didn't go this way, uh, so I, I'm taking the funds," uh, and then if if that goes through. Uh, all, all this is final if, if uh, then that that contestation goes on chain. So once it goes on chain, it's final. Um, so essentially, it's this: you initialize, you open, and you close. Uh, there is a final out possible, and then there is the final state, which is when you commit. Uh, when, when you, when everything is registered on chain. Once it is on chain, is finished. Okay, okay. Uh, it, yeah. it, looks, uh, it looks a little bit
0: like uh, uh, I'm putting some money on Binance and I'm exchanging them and I'm uh, sending them get something back and when I want to cash out, I can cash out and this can be a long term kind of uh, uh, to, to, to put the ADA uh, into the, the Hydra system, use it there. Practically using another blockchain.
3: Yes, is yes. as I said. There are there are trust assumptions. This is known, and and everybody, everybody that will uh, want to use Hydra should know that there are there are these trust assumptions.
0: Okay, okay, everything makes more sense to me now. Anyone else wants to speak on the, on the Hydra?
2: There's gonna be some super degenerate applications that come, <laughs> that come with Hydra, dude. I'm kind of excited to see, you know, some some of it, dude. Whenever it comes out, that's all I got to say.
1: Five minutes after Hydra launches, all the new gambling
2: apps on Cardano launch too. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, and I I will probably participate in some of them just to try them out.
1: Um, Ergo Sigma Nauts, Uh, you joined earlier and rubbed. Prior to rugging, you said you had something you'd like to say. Would you like to speak your truth, my friend?
4: Yeah, sure. Great. Can you hear me?
1: Loud and clear.
4: Fantastic. So uh, you guys are having a great conversation about, um, you know, the off-chain ledgers with um, Hydra. So I don't think I need to uh, comment on that because my specialty in that is very (laughs) non-existent. Uh, with Ergo. So, what I wanted to bring to your guys' attention, uh, what Ergo did recently, and what they plan to do with Nip-A-Wals, um <clears throat> at least one of the one of the issues was that there was not a great efficiency in transaction um, stuffing of of blocks. So, so um, what they've done is they've done some um, what's it called? They've done some things to the code that make it so that you can kind of figure out what the load on the block is going to be as far as transactions go. And then you can stuff the block to your heart's content right up to the point of that um, uh, with all those transactions. So you end up getting a much more um much more transactions inside a block than you would normally just letting the cards fall so that should increase you know technically the amount of transactions you can do per block in a more efficient way so that's one of the things I, and you'll have to forgive me i'm not 100 sure if, if, if christy implemented that yet or if it's going to be implemented and then the other thing of course is nipple wilds and different from what you were speaking about with cardano I, I feel like it's much simpler from my understanding of it and once again this is a very high level understanding um is that you know the blockchain and proof of work exists in a working state so the the current state of it is essentially held in a held in memory you can think uh in these servers and let's say stratum where you're mining it um and so what happens with proof of work is every every so often there's a block that's kind of an anomaly block it's the string in the start of it and the header has a bit of a different number than the typical zero zeros so those numbers are considered you can say like keyframes if you're if you're a video editor and so all you have to do in order to not sync the whole blockchain and be able to use these kind of light nodes is make sure that that keyframe matches up with what's, um, what the stratum says, or not stratum, sorry, what the working set of uh, the blockchain does that's, that's being held in memory there. Uh, and if that's, if that's good, then you can verify, hey, that's, that's an accurate representation of the blockchain and we don't have to sync the whole damn thing again. So that, that opens up a world of things, and um, if you if you look at the current Ergo hack that's happening, I suggest everybody hop on the Discord for Ergo if you can, and scroll down. There's about 13, 14, 15 projects that are being worked on for the Ergo hack. There's about another week left on it. A couple of the projects are actually bringing these lightweight nodes to really cool things, like one of them is bringing a lightweight node to uh, Samsung fridges, and I know you might laugh when, when, you, when I say that, but... It's using the Samsung OS to do that uh, in consideration that they can easily port that to many other devices. So the power of having your own, you know, your own trusted light node on your own device and you're signing transactions on your mobile wallet right to your own trusted um, representation of that node. And you have to trust nobody at that point. Another person, ErgoHack, is working on um, a web-based version of that. So you know how you have your, like... Your Nautilus or your uh, your Nami uh, wallets that are web-based wallets. This essentially would be a web-based uh, node that you would run um, in your browser, as far as that goes, so that you don't have to have uh, you know any skill set to to run some code to start up your own node or fire up your node. It would make it as easily accessible as possible. So I just wanted to bring you guys to attention to that because uh, I think those are a couple cool things that are happening in Ergo. And uh, I'll duck out in a little bit because I have to go to a previous commitment. But you guys are having a great talk. And it was really good to hear about um, um, Hydra. It's, um, my understanding of Hydra was very limited. And you guys did a great job of explaining that. That was fantastic. Thank you.
1: So, uh, uh I just have a few things I'd like to say just to get some better understanding. You said that there is an update being implemented into Nipapow's. Where the blocks are going to be filled more. Now, my separate. Con-
4: sorry, separate. Those are two separate things. Nipperwell separate from the 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 update that I spoke about earlier. Two separate things. <laughs>
1: um, but uh, my whole concern with that is, um, we're going to know how full a block is prior to the block actually being published on the blockchain. Does that not? in some sort of way change our security assumptions on blocks or maybe even a change in the security model because we're going to know how full a block is prior to it being published.
4: You know, that's a good point and I'd have to speak, you'd have to speak to somebody with a little bit more knowledge on that, maybe Joe or Kushti. But my understanding of that is that, um, I, guess, I guess you could know as far as that goes, but my understanding it was a, it was a, it was more of a, a transactional based knowledge, a trustless based knowledge that was doing the the calculation there, um, that did that, not somebody's server there sitting in the background, uh, running that and figuring that out. That was all baked into it, as far as that goes.
1: Because I'm assuming you could maybe just sort of pull transactions from the mempool and fill up the uh, the block and just see, oh, there's been X amount of transactions, so this block only needs to be so big, and maybe use it. Somewhere like that, but that that is very interesting. I, I would I, like. To I think more it's more faster than
4: it. that. I think it's. I think it's essentially this block isn't full, so we're going to grab some more real quick and pump them in it. From my understanding of it. Hmm.
1: That that is interesting. Uh, if you could send me the article for that, that'd be that'd be great. I'd love to read. Yeah, up I on
4: think Kuchti just did one enough the, a couple of weeks ago. So let me find that. I'll send that to. I'll uh, send that to either of you, so you guys can read up on it. Yep. Um uh, and. Oh, if, you,
0: if you find the the tweet uh, you I can uh, pin it at the top so, so everyone can see it sounds
1: good Um and my second question for you Ergo Signats is uh you mentioned the Ergo hack uh, I think I've seen uh Joe talking a bit about it um where can I find more information on the uh, the hackathon and some of the projects being built on it because Sounds like there's some really cool stuff being built, and I'd like to, uh, you know, dig into that a bit.
4: So the cool thing about Ergo is it's all out in front and in the open always. So you'll you'll always find the front facing web page that CW and Angela do a great job of updating in their team um, and putting all the information out there. So you'll see a brief overview of everything on their main web page, and if you want to dive further, you can hop into the Ergo Discord and uh, you join uh, some join as many roles as you feel like joining. You'll be presented with that prompt. But if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see Ergo Hack 6 and you'll literally see 15 uh, names of projects listed there. And you can actually go in and jump in on those projects and start speaking with the devs and saying, hey, how does this work? How the hell are you going to get a node on a fridge? Or, you know, what's this going to do to my Chrome, my CPU if you're going to have a node inside Chrome, a Chrome tab kind of thing? So that's free to, you know, it's all open. That's the beauty of Ergo that you can come in and people are happy to chat with you. They actually love chatting about their projects, so, so yeah, I encourage you guys to all check out the website, <laughs> hit, hit the Discord, and uh, sign up for the role that lets you see the Ergo Hack um, six entries and chat away, read up, chat away.
1: Awesome, yeah, thank you so much. I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna do that now. I, I really am looking forward to seeing what they're building over there. Ergo is probably my favorite blockchain, so I I love reading about
4: it. Oh, that's amazing. All right. thank you. And, and the cool thing too about Ergo Hack is that you don't necessarily have to know anything about Ergo. So when I first did uh, my Ergo hack, I knew no no way <laughs> I had no idea how to interface with the Ergo blockchain. nothing at all. So I had some front-end experience, a lot of SQL experience. Uh, I programmed in Perl actually and I said, I want to do this project because you know the first prize is ten thousand sig USD then I think it's like six thousand then like three thousand or two thousand. So it's a decent chunk of change for the prize. And Ergo is amazing because there's a lot of tooling that lets people like me do this. So I built my front end, I built my back end. And when I got to the point where I needed to interact with the blockchain and send transactions and do all that kind of stuff, I found a Python toolkit that actually interacts with the Ergo blockchain. And I just fire up the script, send my inputs to it. It does its job, replies to me with some outputs, and I go from there. So zero uh, interaction needed for my knowledge to directly interact with the ergo blockchain and i was able to build a fully working uh payroll product which was absolutely cool
1: wait did you build ergo pay
4: ergo no, payroll no <laughs> no 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 i built i, I built I the built thing in Hack 5 called ergo payroll which essentially you can uh dump a um you can take a csv of all your employees you can dump them into the app. You can say how often you want them paid, you know, like bi-weekly, monthly, um, weekly, and you fill the bank. So it's not it's not trustless as far as that goes at this point. You fill the bank, and then it automatically pays your employees that amount. You can go in the back end and then essentially um, modify those things on the fly, and, uh, edit individuals, or just repush the upload again. So it's just a fun kind of thing. It's out there right now. I wouldn't use it. <laughs> if you want to use it, then let me know. I can modify some things, but um, it's out there and it was a fun project to, to interact and more about ergo.
1: I saw your video on it. I watched the whole thing. I know exactly what you built. That's so cool. That's oh, awesome.
4: That's <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, gotta, no. Yeah. You... I got to head out, uh, but this was a great talk. I wish I could stay for the rest of it though.
1: Pleasure having you. Have a great day. Take care my friend.
4: Thanks everybody. Bye-bye
0: thanks for jumping in see you man okay this is uh pretty mind-blowing uh it looks like it takes a person like me non-technical at all to uh to start these uh, these questions and to try and bring them uh to well while bringing it to, to my understanding i suppose everyone in the space understands it if i did <laughs> uh because um, i mean yeah knowledge growing is uh, something very important on the ergo hack i found uh, today a tweet uh, by glasgow i've uh, pinned at the top a, a tweet uh, a quote tweet on on that one if you go into that and you see what ergo hack number six uh has on the on the list of projects uh this is just really amazing and as a uh, Ergo Sigma Nuts just said it's kind of uh, faster to build on Ergo because you, uh, the kind of the, the toolkit or how do I call it the software engineering is made in a simpler way it's not based on Haskell and uh, I'll uh, just read some, uh, some titles here from Ergo Hack number 6 and I'll, I'll read the ones that I'm trying to, to understand for now uh, there's some stuff about nfts for example quantum swap p2p nft and nas- uh, native asset exchange service uh i saw this thing on uh, on cardano uh by two uh by two companies one is atomicswap.io i think and the other one is trading tent where you can open uh, kind of a room or a tent and give uh, the, the other person with whom you're trying to trade with, uh, give him a link, and uh, he can join that room. And you can put the NFTs or tokens or ADA uh, into uh, uh, on the table. The other person sees and puts the other stuff that he is exchanging with you for. And you can both see the policy IDs, the amount, and all of that. And this is a very, very good tool to minimize the necessity of what we had before like discord escrow services and stuff like this another one that i see here is lillium decentralized nft platform uh if somebody knows what is this one about i would love to see uh to see more of them uh, i i mean i would love to to hear if if anyone uh uh has has looked through that uh, list and understands some of these projects to to talk a little bit about them because Ergo Hack is something marvelous happening now.
1: Yeah, I haven't looked into any of these quite yet, but um, I'm probably going to be looking into all of them over the next week or so. It seems like there's some very interesting ones that uh, I've looked up before, like uh, Lithos Protocol with uh, share proofs. I find is a very interesting one. And also, it looks like there's a protocol called Riot. And I can't pronounce that, uh, which is a multi-sig token swapping, which seems very interesting. And as well, uh, yeah, there's there's quite a few on here that are very interesting. I'd encourage everyone to take a look at it, and who knows, maybe you'll find something cool that you like.
5: So I I can actually I'm the one who actually brought forward the idea of quantum swap. That project is actually mine. Uh, if you guys want, I can give a few minutes uh, to kind of discuss the idea behind it. Yes, yeah, by please welcome.
1: Welcome. How are you?
5: Not too bad, guys. How about you? Doing great. Yeah, great. Thanks. Awesome. So yeah, so the idea behind quantum swap is that. Ergo currently does not have a peer-to-peer means of transactions occurring in a what I call safer, secure manner, right? Um, You can form a a gentleman's agreement to to do a swap between each other, but either side could just rug the other person essentially and just take off with their, their NFT or whatever asset you send them. Um, Quantum Swap is aiming to provide people a secure uh, way to be able to say, okay, um, I agree to send you this, and in return, I would like that. And you can request uh, various assets or tokens or NFTs, um, and if the other party uh, agrees to send those to you, then the smart contract would execute and both parties would then participate in the swap. So the the holder of whatever asset would send their assets off and then the other party would then send their assets off and it just creates a one-time swap or transaction between the two parties. Um, but both both sides have to agree to it before the swap occurs
0: that is great news coming to Ergo, man. good job uh how how is the timeline of uh, building this are you almost uh, done or what where are you with it uh, i
5: wish um right now we're currently in the process of trying to get back end devs to come up and kind of take on the challenge of it since i'm not very technical um myself i'm not too far in the coding i just seen that this was something that was missing from the ecosystem. And given that Rosenbridge is going to be releasing uh, fairly soon, um, it's my hope that Quantum would also be a place where um, native assets or even wrapped assets could um, be traded between people. Um, So let's say someone bridges ADA over to Ergo, then we could see people trading ADA for NFTs. We could see people trading ADA for um, other native assets within the Ergo ecosystem. So it's not just NFTs. It's any asset that is being hosted by the Ergo blockchain.
0: Nice. I, uh, I heard some uh, discussions. Maybe you want to um, look into it. Maybe already looked into it. Uh, when uh, when we're doing a, a exchange like this on another uh, on a on a trading tent or on Atomic Swap, I don't think there are any royalties um, there. Do you uh, have you have you looked at looked into royalties for whenever the NFTs were will be traded there?
5: Great question. That was actually something that early on in my figuring of this idea. Um, I definitely wanted the artists to, to get their royalties. I, I, I personally wanted that to be the case, but other people have come forward and said, well, you know, if you're not selling the item per se, you're merely trading it. Why should there be an additional, let's say tax or fee associated to that? Um, because you're not you're not selling it, you're trading it, um, so it, that's one of those areas where I would I personally would like to see artists still get paid their royalties, um, and that's something we'll just have to figure out as time, you know, moves on and we we get more into the nitty gritty of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I don't see any way of solving uh, this. Uh, and impose it to the people to uh, pay those royalties because uh, you know I can sell you an NFT that costs a hundred erg. I can um, uh, I can give it to you first for one erg and then you give me the other ninety nine, and you know the royalties from that one erg doesn't mean anything to uh, to the artist, but Maybe, uh, maybe this is something for the pu- for the far future, to give the option uh, to to those who are using the swap to be able to pay those royalties in case there is a transaction NFT per erg, then uh, maybe you can offer them uh, the the possibility to pay those five percent uh, royalties if they tick tick a box or something right that
5: yeah that would that would definitely be a possibility or like you said like check mark a box and say hey would you like this transaction to incur a royalty fee um to pay these amazing artists right make it optional now i'd assume obviously most people would want to opt into that um but i really do like the idea of people being able to do so right because i personally would love to see our
0: artists getting paid yeah, thanks. Um, Michele?
3: Yeah, guys, uh, I am going back uh, to do some other work. I uh, just wanted to say bye. Um, th- how often this space goes uh, live so that I can come back uh, some other day?
0: Uh, yeah, man, we're, uh, we're aiming to do it every Sunday at 7 p.m. UTC. Uh, it's usually a two-hour space. And uh, we've okay. been doing the last um, seven of them. Uh, consecutively every week Uh, yeah and the next one will be about uh, tools that we use on uh, Cardano and what are their um, kind of representatives on on Ergo and about the the new tools that are being creating that are still uh, missing and uh, we would love to have you every time and you you're you're full of information Thanks. It, it
3: was it was uh, re- really fun uh, talk to you guys. So I, I will definitely uh, get back uh, the next time.
0: Thank you. See you next time. See you guys. Thank um, you. So kill it with coffee. Uh, you are participating in this uh, hackathon. Can uh, or. Ergo Hack, Uh, can you tell us more about Ergo Hack and what's happening there?
5: Sure, sure. So, the Ergo Hack was kind of born out of the need that obviously Ergo is a community-driven blockchain, right? Um, You know, fair had had a the probably the fairest launch of all um, layer one blockchains, and so a lot of what Ergo hack is is an is an opportunity for community members to come out and come together and say, hey, here are some needs that we think the blockchain could benefit from, and things that the community itself could benefit from. And I mean, it's it's actually come like with it. We've had some of the best projects come forward, like Ergo names. For example, that was Ergo Hack Three, I think, is Ergo Names was born out of, and it's essentially um, an NFT minting service that ties directly to your wallet. So instead of people having to type in or copy your um, your your wallet address, all they would have to do is just type in that specific name that's associated to your wallet and that'll automatically pull up your information and they can just send it to whatever particular name you have um, and there's a few other projects that have come out of it like uh,
2: oh
5: ergo uh, I want to say ergo pad was one of the first um, I think it might have actually come before before Uh, the hackathon really started picking up steam but uh, it's just it is one of those community driven events that allows everyone to come together and kind of you know build up the ecosystem so it's it's just an awesome experience you get to meet a lot of really cool people Um, you get to actually kind of connect now granted it's all virtual none of it's actually held anywhere uh, specifically it's just all in the discord um and then throughout the twitter socials so it's just a really cool opportunity to get to meet uh to get to meet people and to try and build up uh, uh you know friendships and uh projects that you want to put together so it's just it's really cool
0: yeah as as you said earlier you can go there with an idea uh that you can do 20% of it but you need uh help with the other 80% and there would be people there uh, to to help you implement the idea, so this this is happening on Discord and uh, Telegram. Or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is Discord, a- Telegram, Twitter,
5: um, any any social space you can think of, um, people are getting together to try and build up these these ideas and these projects.
0: Okay. So. For for me as a Discord user, I would go to Ergo Platform Discord, and I see the event here, and then you you can uh, engage uh, with. Uh, oh, okay, there is a, a specific channel for this. I see it now.
5: Yes, hmm. yes, there is a specific channel. Now, let's say you have an idea that you would like to propose for the the, the event itself. Um, I don't know if by this point you would still be able to submit the idea or proposal, um, but you can uh, go on the Ergo Hack website that I actually retweeted or tweeted as a reply to the space, um, and there should be a spot on there that you can actually go in and submit your um, idea or team, um, and and obviously your proposal as to hey I think this should be a project that we pursue for this uh this particular hackathon um now i do remember uh because we've obviously like uh, as uh at the ergo community we've had a lot of uh talks about the hackathon recently and um joe Arme- arminio just recently said like you know most projects typically don't get completed um, by the time the hackathon ends, right? Most of the, the, the big groundwork and legwork typically comes months after the fact. But the hackathon is just a great way to get exposure, to get names out there, to get people connected, um, because we don't expect people to just tool up and, and build out an entire you know, platform or project um, overnight. It's like a two and a half, three week long event, um, And so or maybe a month long event. So, you know, we don't expect everyone to have everything fully tested, fleshed out and everything. This is just an opportunity for people to, again, come together, meet, build up some idea that they think would be helpful for the community and then go from there.
1: Is there anything that you have seen maybe built in the past couple of Ergo hackathons that beats your interest? And if so, why?
5: So yeah, so kind of like I said earlier, um, Ergo names is probably one of the bigger. It's not a huge project the, the but it the simplicity of it and like the fact that Ethereum, and I believe even Cardano has a similar, uh process where you can just put in a name uh or a url that redirects to a person's wallet i really like that idea because it does make it simpler you don't need to try and um click on uh, a really long link or uh, scan a qr code that may be malicious right um you just type in the name into your send line and then you can just send off your assets or whatever how you like. So I really do like Ergo names. They're still tooling it up. Uh, I think they're in beta testing right now. Um, but that is one of probably one of my favorite Ergo hack projects. Um, I know Cheese Enthusiast is doing a lot right now with uh, his current project. So um, I mean, there's a lot. I just I, I love a lot of what the community is doing together um and what they have done previously and it's just it is it's a really awesome experience just being able to see all these guys uh, get together to make these things happen
1: so what is it that cheese enthusiast is building that has you so uh, riled up what's he got you excited over
5: (laughs) oh good question i'm I'll I'll be honest, I'm having a little difficulty remembering, but I I know last time I looked, um, it had me really excited, which I know sounds really awful. But if you give me a second, I will try and get him pulled up.
1: Yeah, no, take your time. You've uh, you've piqued my curiosity, and (laughs) now I'm really curious as to what he's building.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah, give me one hot second because he, uh, he is a busy fellow, I'll tell you that. It might be, it, uh, I don't want to put any names out there and I'd be wrong. Um,
4: all right, there you are.
5: Oh, is he working... Okay, I think... I think he's working on lending pools right now. I think that's what it is. It was a really cool idea. Um, I want to say that that was what it was, was lending pools. Um, Like, through... And I'm probably going to completely butcher this or get this wrong. Um, I want to say Duck Pools, but I don't think that's right. I think that's someone else.
0: Crass uh, is doing duck, duck Pools. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 But she's might be just working on his own, sort of protocol, some sort of like a decentralized lending protocol or something like that.
5: Yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, God, he's all over the place, so he, yeah, he he's working on, I know he's, like I said, going back and forth between a few different spots, um, but right now, I think his thing is lending pulls. Now, cheese. if you're in here, man, please step forward and correct me, because I know I'm probably butchering all this, but um, yeah, he is, he is really he, he knows his stuff I'll, I'll say that he knows his stuff and I just
0: gotta give him props
1: no we'll, we'll have to get him on the next space hopefully he can come in then
0: uh, sorry what was the the, the project that you, you started this from it, it wasn't uh, Ergo Names or it was no Ergo Names was, was oh my goodness I can't think of his name um uh, that's that's all right uh, uh we'll, we'll find the names uh, later on so I, I just checked it out and because I will, I'm actually I have a wallet that I need to identify in front of the community is the bridge wallet for our NFTs and tokens and I need that wallet to to be named in a way that uh, whenever somebody sees and look, looks into it they would understand uh this wallet was created for this particular thing uh on cardano we have ada handles and it starts with a dollar sign and then uh my name like my handle is Tudor CT, and it it works really really nice i saw uh on um, post from post from uh nautilus wallet how that would work like you have a kind of a wavy that to tiles uh at the beginning and then the name that you chose is that a working product or is it still uh being tested oh you mean you mean as far as quantum swap so quantum
5: is a working product sorry
0: i'm uh, i'm talking about the ergo
5: name oh oh so it is technically working it's not public it's not um like i said it isn't beta testing Um, And it is functional to a certain degree. If you go on uh, their Twitter, they do have uh, a short clip posted up by um, Captain Nemo of Nautilus Wallet showing that it is on test net currently and it does seem to be functioning. Um, So we do have it in beta test on the test net. Um, And you can actually sign up to get... Um, once they do go live to hopefully get early access to um, to getting the ability to select a name and mint that that for yourself um, you just have to go on their website to uh, sign up for that
0: okay we'll, we'll definitely do that we'll have to go with a specific nft before uh, before they uh, uh, they go live but I see they kind of uh finalized uh, testing it at some point mm. like they they've successfully tested it but how does it work does it work as an nft first like when you create a name
5: yes yeah, so they they so actually have a really wonderful um like video on youtube explaining how it basically functions Um, But long story short, the NFT acts as sort of like kind of a hyperlink, so to speak. And it hyperlinks back to your address. Um, And so once you mint the NFT, as long as it meets the requirements set forth by Ergo names, um, and it's not taken or associated to another address, um, you'll be able to mint it and it'll be associated to... The wallet that I believe that actually mints it, um, and at that point, um, people would be able to then use that that name um, to to send assets to you.
0: All right, all right. This is part of uh, scalability of uh, user experience. <laughs> uh, it, it became much easier. Uh, with uh, A handle for us to to send transactions to our friends and to to those who uh, we know or we constantly pay for stuff and it's easy to to just give somebody the address uh, or the, the the direction to to do a payment without copying your uh, wallet and just giving them what you know that will guide them to that wallet so this is this is really great news and'm looking forward to to use this um uh, technology all right we're uh, uh 12 minutes away from the end of the space and uh i'd, I'd say it's an open discussion now uh, if you if you want to talk about something or add something
1: i've uh i think i let it all out i think i said everything i needed to say so far but yeah if anyone is open to discussing anything feel free to come up on the stage and uh speak your mind no reason to uh, be shy
5: well i just wanted to say thank you guys for having me up on the stage i do appreciate it uh as much as i kind of made a a butt of myself for lack of better terms uh putting cheese enthusiast's name out there and then (laughs) completely blanking on what he's working on um but no, it's been it's been good, and I, I really do love being a part of these, um, these events. Um, I love listening to you guys and seeing what both ecosystems are are bringing up together. So I just wanted to say thank you for having me.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you for joining. It's always uh, great to meet new people and talk about similar interests.
5: Absolutely. And just a shout out to Tofinity over there. I see you listening in the crowd there, buddy. It's good to see a friendly face around these parts, which not, not saying none of you guys ain't friendly, but just throwing it out there. Same for uh, Benjamin and a few other familiar faces I see.
0: Yeah. Um, I'd like to add some uh, stuff that we've been working on at Proxies. Uh, we decided uh, this year will be Uh, the year of uh, multi-chain expansion and uh, the year of uh, AI as well. But that's uh, for another topic. Uh, We uh, already started bridging uh, some of our assets to Ergo. And the way this uh, works, uh, we have the Wisdom NFT collection that is uh, now 997 uh, pieces. We have reminted them on Ergo. Uh, to a vault wallet. And I'm saying this because you might have been watching ErgoNFTs.org and it shows that uh, Wisdoms are being minted and burned and minted and so on. So we recreated the whole collection on Ergo now. And when the time comes, if you will own a Wisdom on Cardano, you will be able to send it to us and give us your Ergo address and we would be able to give you the same wisdom on Ergo. And then the vice versa, if you uh, get yourself a wisdom on Ergo and you want to port it to uh, Cardano to sell it or for whatever reason, you will be able to do the back and forth uh, with that. Some more parts of this uh, bridging. Uh, like the token and so on will uh, will be coming in the in the next uh, couple of weeks. We have a lot of sur- surprises and guys, it's such a it's such a good experience to to get to know everyone. I I jumped on this uh, fully around three months ago when I met uh Paniculum. I I went to his town to to meet him and discuss. Uh, how we can start working on on both chains at the same uh, uh, time. And uh, I, uh, I showed him what we can bring and this is these spaces and a little bit more um, knowledge shared to to the masses. While we learn, uh, we the proxies while, while we learn and start understanding the space better, we are able to explain it. Uh, to the Cardano people, and we all know that Ergo needs a little bit more uh, action, a little bit more marketing, a little bit more talks, and that's what we are uh, bringing here. We are uh, connecting these to blockchains uh, community-wise even more than it was connected before. Uh, So this is a great journey, and uh, thanks to all the Ergo people who are so welcoming and uh, knowledgeable about all of this dev stuff. Um, Thanks, everyone.
1: I would just like to bring everyone's attention to the uh, pinned tweet at the top. Thank you, Bonzo, for uh, finding Cheese's uh, project in question. The project that Cheese is working on is named lithos and if i am not mistaken i uh, i believe i watched the video on lithos protocol it's um it's a share it's a share mining protocol essentially it allows for the creation of decentralized uh mining pools and it's a very it's quite the complex protocol i, I do remember watching like a like a 50-minute video on it. I, I don't know if Cheese is the one who made that. I'm assuming he is. Um, but if you do intend on watching it for all of our listeners, uh, I recommend you uh, <laughs> you gear up for quite a complex watch. It's, uh, it's a lot. But um, it is a very interesting protocol that's being
0: created on Ergo. And
1: uh, one of the beautiful things that can be made on a blockchain like Ergo.
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, we, we have a um, kind of campaign to show people how to use Ergo, Ergo 101, uh, done by proxies while learning. And the first lesson, of course, is what wallet should I create? And we spoke with, uh, with many people. We're not trying to um, help a particular project uh, go up. We're just trying to find the one wallet, uh, that does the most stuff that we need to do and the one that is uh, used and be, is being worked on and uh, we identified Nautilus wallet. Uh, we are showing just one tool per task. So this uh, this is our choice to show to Cardano people, create a wallet, it's free. And uh, then the next uh, kind of lesson is where to get your ERG. And as a closing question, where do you guys get your erg? what exchanges uh centralized exchanges are you using at the moment
5: so oh. i think oh sorry go, go ahead General. go ahead okay so i think the most common exchange uh is kucoin currently um i know a lot of since the uh Who Boy um, exchange got finalized for us. I think a lot of people are using that as well. Um, Gate used to be pretty popular for, I would say, the North American market, but because of their recent uh, closure to certain customers in certain countries, I think KuCoin has become the number one central exchange for um, for many people at this point.
1: Yeah, I uh, I actually live in ontario which is a province in canada and uh i want to say last summer sometime uh if i'm not mistaken uh kucoin was banned in the province of ontario and kucoin is not allowed to operate in ontario Uh, because it was deemed that they were selling unregistered securities uh, or they were selling securities without like a a license in Ontario. So I actually cannot buy Ergo from KuCoin. But um, me and my friend are probably going to start mining Ergo. So we're probably just going to set up a miner and uh, start mining away.
5: Right. That is a good way to do it. Um, I mean, I do both. I I buy and mine. So I do. I do get the sentiment. Like I said, um, Hu Boy or Quayby Who- 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 or however you pronounce it, that might be a good go to for you. Um, like I said, since I know Gate no longer accepts U.S. or um, Canadian customers, so. That might be the one to check out. Plus, I know that there's there's talks, there's murmurings of possibly Kraken getting um, us getting listed on Kraken. So I know that is a kind of a big thing, but nothing uh, nothing official yet. So,
0: uh, what about Coinex?
5: I heard something about that. Uh, I think we are on CoinX if I'm not mistaken, or it might be right around the corner. Um, I know that that's yeah, I think we're either already listed on it or we're about to be. That's another one that I think has been worked on.
0: Yeah, I, I had a comment uh from someone saying CoinX is uh is uh working already, so we have these uh four of them that uh, most people are talking about, first of all KuCoin and then uh, Huobi, uh, GateAO and uh, uh, CoinX. Uh, confirmed. Thanks everyone. This uh, This was a great space. I was coming with a bit of fear because I understand very hardly all of these. For technical stuff. Uh, but with you, I think we got this sorted. And uh, Not for myself only, but for, for people listening in the audience. Uh, this is a great job that uh, the speakers have done today. Thank you very much. And uh, we will be seeing you shortly in a week. Next uh, Sunday, 7 p.m. UTC. Have a great day or evening, everyone.
1: Take care, everyone. Have a great evening, and it's been a pleasure speaking with all of you.
4: It was great. Thanks thanks for having me, guys.